Americans released from Hamas, the details on the latest development in the war with Israel, and the fate of the other hostages. And record heat today, but a Category 3 hurricane starts to impact our weather tomorrow. First warning weather is coming up. Plus, the Texas House releases quite the big school funding plan, but is it enough for the governor? And Israel's, as Israel continues to prepare for an expected ground invasion of Gaza, Hamas has now released two American hostages. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jennifer Sanders in for Britt Moreno. And I'm Daniel Marin. Hamas set free a mother and daughter from Evanston, Illinois. As NBC's Chris Pallone reports, this comes as President Biden pushes Congress for more funding for Israel and Ukraine. Two American hostages in Gaza, a mother and daughter, Judith and Natalie Renan from Evanston, Illinois, have been released by Hamas. Former NBC News correspondent Martin Fletcher confirmed the news that it's his relatives who have been released live during an NBC News special report. The hostages are now with the Red Cross inside Israel. Relieved, but with so many questions. Celebrating with friends and waiting to hear really the condition President Biden celebrating the release in a statement saying he is overjoyed that they will soon be reunited with their family. The fate of the 10 remaining American hostages unknown. Some of them are being held hostage by Hamas, along with an estimated 200 other hostages. The president has now formally asked Congress to authorize $105 billion in new aid for Israel and Ukraine. Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common. They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy. Trucks full of much-needed humanitarian aid expected to roll today are still sitting at the Egypt-Gaza border. The president says he expects some of it should enter Gaza in the next couple of days. Israel continues to pound Gaza with airstrikes. Hamas claiming an Israeli strike killed more than a dozen people taking shelter at a Greek Orthodox church. All this as Israel builds forces along the border ahead of an anticipated ground offensive two weeks after the Hamas surprise assault. Chris Pallone, NBC News, Washington. And after last night's Oval Office presidential address, a group of Republican senators sent a letter to President Joe Biden requesting he remove funding for Ukraine from any aid package for Israel. And lately, some Republicans have sourced and soured on sending more aid to Ukraine. Well, meantime, Governor Greg Abbott is encouraging schools across the state to utilize additional lessons and resources shared by the Texas Education Agency to increase awareness and understanding of the Israel-Hamas war and the root causes of the conflict. Now, some of these lessons include support for classroom discussion on the Hamas-Israel war, what is U.S. policy on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, 10 ways to have a conscientious conversations on the conflict, and how to talk to kids about violence, crime, and war. The governor adds, quote, the future of Texas depends on the thorough education and guidance of our bright students. Working together, we can eliminate the ignorance that spurs anti-Semitism and bigotry through knowledge and truth. Another Donald Trump co-defendant reached a plea deal with Georgia prosecutors. Trump campaign legal advisor Kenneth Chesbrough struck the deal with prosecutors from the Fulton County, Georgia area. And right now, in its 2020 election interference case, that's what he had pleaded guilty in. Chesbrough was charged with attempting to delay the transfer of power after the 2020 election. He was scheduled to stand trial this week, but accepted the offer as jury selection was underway. Chesbrough pleaded guilty to a felony count of conspiracy to commit filing false documents and agreed to testify in the case as part of the deal. 
He faces five years probation and must continue to provide documents and evidence to the state. Chesbrough is the second Trump attorney to plead guilty and the third to reach a plea deal with Fulton County prosecutors. We're feeling very confident for the winter season. And we are ready. We are also prepared for the winter. We will be ready. I believe we're ready for the winter run. I appreciate the time this morning. Luminant is preparing and will be prepared for the winter. We feel good. We're, we'll be ready. And Texas Energy Company is reassuring the state's Public Utility Commission on their winter weather preparedness. The PUC heard from a testimony, her testimony from representatives from companies like Encore, the Lower Colorado River Authority, and the Texas Public Power Association over what they've done to prepare for cold weather. Now, when asked if any had failed any winterization inspections, all of those asked said they only encountered, quote, minor deficiencies, which they say were taken care of. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, as predicted, we not only set a record high, but we set something even more remarkable than that. It has never before in Austin record been this hot so late in the year. October 20th, 97 degrees, and it was even hotter than that, 98 at the airport. It's still summer-like out there in autumn, 95 under sunny skies on the Austonian weather cam, 95 as well down in Caldwell County and San Marcos. East, it is 95 and 94 in Bastrop and Lee Counties. This is made possible by the sunshine, a warm westerly breeze, and also bone dry air. It feels like the desert out there with humidity, the lowest it's been all week, under 15%. Coming up in your forecast, things start to change a bit tomorrow as clouds pour in ahead of a Pacific hurricane. We'll talk about that hurricane and another storm moving here. How much rain this could all add up to next week. All right, David, thank you. The Texas House has unveiled a massive bill addressing Governor Abbott's push for what he calls school choice. It would establish what they're calling an education savings account program and give teachers a stipend. But as our Ryan Chandler reports, it's already facing steep resistance and the governor is asking for more. The offer's on the table, but a deal is a long way off. The House introducing a plan for education savings accounts combined with help for public schools and teachers. Inflation has really been a challenge for everybody right now, and uh, we need to continue investing in public education to help our teachers and staff out. It's help districts like Belton ISD have needed for years, but they say the House's plan is too little, too late. The bill increases funding by just $30 per student. Is that enough to make a difference? Obviously, we would like to see it be more than that. We believe that we do need more than that based on inflation that we've seen over the past couple of years, and we hope to see more than that. The governor also asking for more. His office tells us the bill differs from what the governor's office had negotiated with the House's leadership team, saying he will continue to work with Speaker Phelan until a deal is reached. No vouchers, no deal. The proposal dead on arrival for Democrats and some Republicans who don't want teacher pay to fall victim to the ESA debate once again. If vouchers are truly something that we need for the state of Texas and they can stand on their own and they should have their own vote. That was Ryan Chandler reporting. Polling from the Texas Politics Project shows about 58% of Texans support an education savings account program. About a fourth say they are opposed.
Well, just a reminder, in Texas, one special session is limited to a maximum of 30 days. So this third special session began on October 9th. If nothing passes, Governor Greg Abbott can call another and another. And the record for the most special sessions is six, and that happened in 1989 to 1990. Coming up, a new way to see how your elected officials have voted, why the city says it's a push toward transparency. Plus, a closer look at the new charges for the U.S. soldier who escaped into North Korea, the accusations he's facing. The Army private who fled into North Korea is facing new charges. Travis King has been charged with possession of child pornography, assaulting fellow soldiers, and disobeying a superior officer. He was released from North Korean custody and returned to the United States last month. U.S. military detained him. The charging document does not really provide significant detail on any of these allegations, though it does accuse King of knowingly possessing a video of a child engaging in a sexual, in sexual conduct in July, it says that he solicited a user on Snapchat. Well, there's a new tool to see how Austin's elected city leaders have voted on items that impact you. The city clerk's office recently launched the council voting history page. It lets you access the mayor and council's voting history starting with this year. The city says this is part of the goal of transparency and trust. You can find it on the city's open data website. And don't forget early voting starts on Monday. There are bond proposals, constitutional amendments, and mayor and city council seats for some smaller central Texas cities on the ballot. Don't forget KXAN is your local election headquarters. Just head to our election page on our website for all the information you may need in order to make an informed decision when you vote. Well, we have some afternoon, early evening football here at Nelson Field, breaking down this doubleheader here at East Austin in the big week nine of high school football. That's coming up. Noah, thanks. Unusual heat for this time of the year. A record high also set at the airport, 98 degrees. That's a record by a four-degree margin. Also our 15th day in a row without measurable rain. But that'll change before long. We'll have your weekend forecast into next week after this. I'm Blaine Alexander. I've been working on my very first dateline, and this is one that will stay with me. It's about a young couple in the prime of their lives when their world was shattered. The young wife shot dead in their home. The husband shot too. A home invasion, he says. Someone broke in in the early morning hours. It would take 13 years to finally get justice in this case, and you won't believe how it ends. That's tonight on Dateline at 8 on KXAN. Well, it's a big week of high school football as we near the postseason in just a couple of weeks. And most games starting at 7, but there is some live football happening right now behind our very own Noah Gross at Nelson Field. Hey, Noah. Hey, guys. Yeah, usually we're previewing a game on a largely silent field, maybe the band warming up, but we have some action here at Nelson Field. Game one of a doubleheader. I'll let you see behind me here. That's the more interesting thing. Lassa playing Northeast in an AISD battle. A big day for AISD playoff jockeying here. Northeast coming off their first win of the season last week. Lassa also looking Lassa also looking for their second district win. Both of these ball clubs really need a win to stay in the hunt as they try to really climb up and make a playoff run here. Travis and LBJ, a couple teams near the top of the district. The second game today, LBJ unbeaten and 
unbeaten in district play. Travis coming off their first loss since week one. Big week overall in like in 25-6A. A couple teams at two and two. They're going to play each other. Westwood, Vista Ridge, Maynard, and Stony Point all in action tonight. We'll have that as, of course, Westlake and Austin High. You can watch that one on KXAN.com tonight. That one starts at 730. So a lot of big games, playoff positioning, and Guys, I know we're talking about weather after this. I'm not going to directly say anything. I'm just going to use David's words against him. He said unusually hot. One of us can actually confirm this. Oh, <laughs> okay, oh Noah. I'm going to bring you a refrigerator on your next live report. At least it's not humid. That's the best I can do. <laughs> we knew it was coming. Yeah, we do, yeah. Noah hates the heat, I if know. you haven't noticed. Yeah, this is very unusual. I mean, this is not only the beginning of autumn. We're well into mm. October. Hottest temperatures we've ever seen so uh, this late in the year in Austin. We hit 97 in town. It's still 97 in northwest Austin at the Palms Car Wash Cam. Notice, though, out in the distance, you see a few of those little high, thin cirrus clouds. This is kind of a, a harbinger of what's to come. We do have some changes that actually begin overnight tonight. We'll get to that in just a minute. How about the temperatures first, though? It's 97 in Kingsland. What a day for Lake LBJ. 94 up in Cherokee and San Saba. In the Austin metro, it's still 97 at 5 p.m. at the airport. 96 degrees in Lakeway. East of 35, we've had upper 90s in Milam County, Bastrop. Dale, you guys hit 100 degrees today in the middle of autumn. Absolutely unbelievable. Our partners at Climate Central, by the way, found that incredible heat like this, this far into autumn, is made at least five times more likely by climate change. Basically, these things are more likely to happen now than they used to be before we started burning all these fossil fuels. Let's talk about the tropics, though. I told you we had some high clouds coming on the horizon. They're actually from this, about 1,000 miles from Texas. We've got Hurricane Norma, a Category 3 storm encroaching, uh, bearing down on Cabo San Lucas. There, we've got tourists who are stranded. The airport is closed. We also have a different upper-level storm, which is heading our way a little bit later next week. Both of those things, though, giving us a pretty decent chance of rain. And we're still quite hopeful, as we have been, for one to two inches of soaking beneficial rain at your house over the next week week combined. Won't all come at once. Let me show you when we think it does fall. It doesn't happen this weekend, but I told you changes start tonight. A few high clouds start to pull in on a partly cloudy day tomorrow. Then the clouds thicken up a little bit, mostly cloudy, but still dry on Sunday for your Formula One or outdoor barbecue plans. Monday, this is when the remnants now of that Pacific hurricane start to make it over the state. A pretty decent chance of some scattered showers, maybe some heavy tropical downpours if we get lucky. Then round one of rain, if you will, is out of here. But round two, coming from that storm over in the North Pacific, this starts to bring a few scattered showers and storms every day next week thereafter. Tuesday, chance of rain. Wednesday, a slightly lower chance of rain. Thursday, maybe a few scattered showers and storms continue, and this may even keep rolling into Friday. So it's not going to rain all week, but we've got a few rounds of storms that are quite likely. Tonight's forecast staying dry, just a few high clouds with cool weather, 60 degrees, almost as cool as last night in Austin. Tomorrow, no real improvement in the heat quite yet. It was 97 today, it'll be 95 tomorrow, but just that is a, by a wide margin, record high for the day. Remember how late in the year it is. Tomorrow, by the way, with the uh, hot sunshine and the lack of wind, we have a newly issued air quality alert, an ozone action day for the Austin area. So those with sensitive respiratory conditions might want to limit your outdoor exertion. Again, that's for tomorrow.
Sunday, temperatures down to 88, a little more reasonable thanks to the increase in clouds. There's an overcast sky with a decent chance of some passing showers and storms on Monday. After that, I'll be honest, these precipitation chances Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are quite difficult to time out. We'll get more clarity on when most of the rain falls, though, in the next couple days. Otherwise, it's just warm, humid, and windy Wednesday and Thursday. Fortunately, a cold front eventually arrives late next week, leading to cooler weather into the following weekend. All right, David, thank you. We are tracking an amber alert out of Rains County. That's about 60 miles east of Dallas. The Rains County Sheriff's Office is searching for two-year-old Ethan Donnelly. He has has brown hair and brown eyes. It's still unclear what he was wearing at the time, but here's a photo there on, on your screen of him. Now, authorities say he was last seen on Rains County Road. That's in the city of Point around three yesterday afternoon. Police are looking for this woman in connection with Ethan's abduction. Her name is Sylvia Lopez. She's around 5'8", around 200 pounds, and has brown hair and brown eyes. She was also last seen in Point driving this car. It's a blue 2010 Jetta with Texas license plate Number SBL 1628. Police do believe that Ethan is in grave or immediate danger, so please call them if you have any information. All right, well, it is spooky season, but some are already getting ready for Tis the season. The work being done today to get the Zilker holiday tree ready. Right now, the breaking news from Israel, Hamas releasing two American hostages, a mother and a daughter who are now back in Israel. Those Americans related to NBC veteran Mideast correspondent Martin Fletcher, who will join us ahead on Nightly News. Well, Halloween may still be more than a week away, but the city of Austin is already getting ready for the Christmas season. Crews from Austin Energy installed the iconic Zilker holiday tree at Zilker Park today. The 150-foot tree, actually one of Austin's original 31 moon towers, has more than 3,000 lights on it, all placed one by one. But there's one special color that really makes it dazzle. They start stringing 39 strands um, with 89 bulbs each. And the color pattern is yellow, red, blue, green. And that yellow bulb is really what's integral in creating that swirl pattern that we all know and love and um, what makes it so fun to come and twirl under the Zilker holiday tree. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, to be energy efficient, all of the bulbs are LED, which may have changed the colors ever so slightly. So mark your calendars. The tree lighting ceremony is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, November 26th. There will be performances by the Austin Civic Wind Ensemble and acapella group, the Austinettes. Well, hundreds of thousands of people are now in Austin for the Formula One Grand Prix at Circuit of the Americas. And as CODA continues to set new attendance records, they made some pretty major improvements for fans in the stand. So last year, we witnessed a record-breaking 440,000 people attend this three-day event. This year, CODA has put plenty of preparations in place, including all sorts of interactive displays and experiences such as the NASA Artemis exhibit in the fan field. They've also added a new partnership with a new food vendor, meaning new foods and drinks. And that big race will take place on Sunday afternoon, but the majority of cars take the track today and tomorrow. Of course, there's some major musical performances too. The Killers, they perform tonight, then Queen takes the stage on Saturday. All right, the highly anticipated game five of the ALCS is underway. The Rangers and Astros vying for a chance at the World Series. The game started a little over an hour ago. Right now they are tied one to one. Houston in the bottom of the fifth inning. Alex Bregman blasting a solo shot to left center in the top of first to plate that lone run. 
Last night, Houston evened the series, beating the Rangers 10-3. As of right now, the series is tied at two apiece, so we'll see how that changes tonight. Coming up on KXAN tonight, it's Magnum PI at 7, then a new episode of Dateline at 8, then KXAN News is back at 10 o'clock. Or you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin. Here is where to find us. Tonight on News Nation, American hostages released from Hamas. Now in a News Nation exclusive, the father and ex-husband of the released mother and daughter is live on Cuomo with reaction to the news. Tonight on Cuomo. Then, why big donors are pulling money from colleges. Plus, partisan cable media's rush to judgment in the Gaza hospital bombing. And President Biden's response to the ongoing conflict. An all-star panel with Spicer, Rivera, and Gold. Tonight on Dan Abrams Live.